Hi, George. Hello, Dolly. How are you? That's the name of the podcast. You got it. Yeah. Is that why it's called that? Yeah. That's really funny. Because that's what what I demand everyone say to me. Um, Uh, You didn't even have to ask. It's true. It's just natural. I must have a knack for this being a guest thing. Yes. Well, I love your name. Thank you. Wow. You've never said that to me before. So we're, this yeah. is a new whole, this is totally new ground. Thank you. I've told you that. Have you? Yes. Uh, and you were like, no one's ever told me that. I'm like, I love your name, George Sandler. It's so good. Oh, this is actually ringing a bell, but okay. it's okay now. I it's okay. Sound like an idiot. So. It's fine. Well, this is a very exciting episode because this is my debut Los Angeles recording sesh. Whoa. Um, so you are the first Angelino that I'm speaking with. Thank you for coming. Thank you for having me. Okay, so this whole thing started, like the idea of doing this was you were just so excited to be on a podcast. Yeah, I've been dying to be on a podcast. I'm sure after today I will not want to appear on one for a very long time. No, that's not true. But here at Hello Dolly Productions, we make dreams dreams happen. happen. (laughs) (laughs) So I am so happy that we could do this. Okay, so when we were talking, we're like, all right, what are we going to talk about? Because we got to make this amazing. And you were like, why don't I teach you something? Right? Uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> okay. And I was but, like, why uh, don't you teach me something? I think it was something? more like I'm down to talk about anything. And if it's something I'm completely unqualified to talk about. Even better. I'll do what I can beforehand. Okay. And uh, become literate. And then I'll teach you about something. So, so that's sort of like give me a task so that I can appear on this podcast. Right. Appear. Because yes. that's all I want in this world. Yes, I loved the idea of like having a very enthusiastic guest that wanted to be on the pod. So I, I was so happy that you wanted to do that. And then I was like, this is perfect. I have to now think about a topic that I need George to teach me about. So now that I've been living in LA, all I notice is donut shops. Everything to me is a parking lot, a gas station, and a donut shop. Everything in LA. It's all you need for the perfect strip mall. Okay. And everything is a strip mall. Yeah. So I'm like, every time I'm going past these donut shops, I take a photo because I'm starting a collection of photos of donut shops. That's very like John Baldessari of you. Are you aware of him? No. He's the famous artist who just died a couple weeks ago. Don't embarrass and me. And Ed Roche. Ed Roche took pictures of gas stations in LA. Okay. These are these are good people. Good inspiration for you. Damn. Okay. You're, I'm going to look it up. You're following in a great lineage Okay. photographers in LA. Thank you. Oh, they're LA photographers? Yeah. Whoa. Like very Californian. Wait, and he took pictures stinkily. of what? Uh, John Baldessari took pictures of just like various LA things. And then parking lots, garage. Yeah, if I recall. And then Ed Roche has a very famous series that's all LA gas stations or See? California gas stations. It's a thing. Yeah. I'm starting to now go and make an album on my phone of all the donut shops. They're like not cute pictures because I'll like take them out of a car as I'm driving by. But now I need to prove to the rest of the world what the hell is happening here with these donut shops. So I've been starting to take photos of the donut shops and I'm just like, why? Why are they here? There's a plethora of donuts and I needed to get to the bottom of this. So, so I texted you and I was like, George, I know what we need to talk about. I need you to explain to me what is the history behind having so many goddamn donut shops in LA. So I didn't actually know that there was a distinct reason for this or that it was a distinctly LA thing until I kind of thought about it and I read a couple articles about it as one does. And what I realized was that it actually is a distinctly LA thing. And okay. I, was, I was prepared to contest that idea. Ah, 
okay so that's the thing is yeah I think like being an outsider it stood out to me I think that I'm pretty like I'm very observant and everything with you know my Instagram all I'm doing is like commentary right yeah yeah. And I noticed the donut shops and I'm like, this is, this is not normal. This yeah. is not normal. Well, it's funny. I sorry. No, go ahead. Go well, ahead. no, I interrupt. think it's like you have been here forever. You haven't noticed it because you just think that's the way it is. Yeah. Well, it's also, I think similar to you. So you're, you're like an outsider and you, and it, so it was stood out to you for me because I'm not a big donut guy. I was resistant to admit that my city that I'm very proud of. I'm like a big LA guy for sure. I wouldn't want to identify my city with something that I personally didn't really have a lot of affection for. So I was kind of resistant to the idea that I live in a donut city. But I'm proud to know that I really do now. And it's given me a whole new appreciation. Wow. I'm so happy. Like, I'm going to convert each Angelino and be like, I need to prove to you guys that there are donut shops here. And now there are a preponderance of very good donuts in L.A. I didn't really know that there weren't good donuts elsewhere. I no, think there are, but, yeah, but this there's is a not, lot here. Yeah, and this is like, it's not like you're walking down the streets of New York or of, I don't know, anywhere, New Jersey, and like, there are not donut shops yeah. anywhere else the way that there are in LA. No, it, it really is like a pizza thing. Right, yes. Even though it's a very different genre of food. It's not like a meal, it's not a meal. I can't eat a donut as a meal, but it's like more of a dessert. Yeah, but you're saying the accessibility of the you, donuts? Well, and they're just everywhere, and I think there's also an interesting component like in New York, pizza-wise, there's like the corner 99-cent place. There's like the OG New York pizza shop that's not distinctly not 99 cents. And then you have like the new wave of like artichoke pizza, trendy, Instagrammable, whatever. Mm-hmm. And the donut ecosystem kind of mimics that in the exact same way, which is very kind of just an extremely big parallel, even more so than bagels, which would be the other big New York delicacy comparison. Pizza is really the comparison. Totally. Yeah. Like, you hit you hit it. Like, absolutely, you're right. Okay, so tell me, after you found out that you were going to be educating me about the donuts of L.A., please share what you've learned, and, like, let's talk about it. Okay, well, the first thing I learned was that they've been around for a long time. They came from, like, the Netherlands, like, sweet cakes or something. And, but the, the way, the place that L.A. comes into the mix is... During the Vietnam War, there was a large surge in Cambodian immigrants. In L.A.? Fleeing the Khmer Rouge in Cambodia, who, who immigrated to L.A. And one guy, there's literally one guy, who you know came to L.A. and was like, saw a donut place at a gas station and was like, that seems like as good of an idea as any to get myself off the ground and to like, you know, get myself going in this new place. May I, I wish I remember this guy's name, but I don't. That's okay. But we Cambodian we'll, guy. We will put it in the show notes. Oh, we'll put it in the show notes, uh, and we'll we'll put a link to all of his places. You should go. I think it's a pretty legendary place. I should remember the name, but oh wait, his original donut shop. Well, he started a chain in like the seventies or eighties. Here, here, yeah, yeah. He he immigrated to Los Angeles. So, donuts becoming an LA thing is not like an eighteenth century thing. It's like a seven nineteen seventies thing. And it started at an L.A. gas station. I think he was he saw a donut shop at a gas station or something and was like, that seems like a good idea, and mm-hmm. started his own donut shop. The gas station part is, I'm not, I don't think that's relevant. Okay, but can I just point out For sure. that it is important because oh, that's one on of the three. Yes, yes. Los Angeles, yeah. 
staples. For sure. I feel like, yeah, I feel like all the famous donut shops, because so many, everyone's driving, so they need, like, that drive-through, I mean, like, the drive-through thing. Anything car-related is going to be a big L.A. thing. Right. Okay, so there was a Cambodian guy who left Cambodia, came to L.A. in the 70s, had a donut, and was like, donuts for all. Basically. Yeah, and so, and this guy, he wasn't the only Cambodian guy. He was the first, he was the guy that popularized it, but now... Cambodians owning donut shops is a th- is like a thing here. That's like many of the most famous donut shops in LA, not in the sort of Instagram mold of like hipster rep- restaurant tours. Like uh, what's that guy in New York, Dominic Ansel? Like not those guys. The OG kind of like real donut shops that are like high quality but not uh, expensive, not yeah, hipster, like, like accessible, are like predominantly Cambodian. Like wow, very central to Cambodian immigrants to Los Angeles. So that was that was the biggest history lesson. Biggest thing I was like, whoa. Because I noticed that there's a one of there's a really good donut shop, like, you know, one of the big ones. It's called DK's Donuts in Santa Monica. I don't know if you've ever been there. And I noticed how that place is like a pretty hip, has like a hundred different flavors of donuts. It's like they have a cool fancy box with their logo on it. And like a little bit more modern. And all the people there were Cambodian or uh, and I was wondering about that. I was like, it's kind of interesting. This just seems like the kind of place that would be run by, like... Someone somebody. from Ohio? Uh, yeah, or just, like, hit general <laughs> hipsters. I don't know. Like, <laughs> Right. But um, wait, so you noticed the Cambodian thing on your own, but didn't link the two... Like, I didn't know that that was, like, that they were the purveyors of donut culture in Los Angeles. But you had noticed that, like... But I had noticed that, that? The, the one donut shop that I go to with any sort of regularity, which is not regularly... Yeah is run by Cambodians. And I thought that was very interesting. Wow. And it's one of like, you know, the it's like a blue chip donut spot. Like wow. You, if you Google, it's like all the, what is it's it on all the best ofs. What's it called again? DKs. DKs. Yeah. Is it not SKs? No, that's also like a, a big one, but it's not that one. So this is incredible because this yeah, is. Yeah, it's kind of a rich history. Wow. And, very, and a distinctly LA one in that it is un-American. I mean, that's true in every big city is that there's a lot of like multiculturalism, but. I think finding out that immigrants were responsible for something you perceive as being like deeply American or regionally American is actually kind of international. That's incredible. Yeah. I've already feel like I've got my money's worth out of this podcast. That's great. Cause I literally only didn't do a lot of research. I, I like broke my own premise of the, of the pod that I was going to come in just ready to go, but that's all we've got. But that's, that's a pretty good, pretty good fact. Yeah, I mean, of course. Yeah. Huge. Well, I'm well and they also, and the, so this original Cambodian guy, this is one more bit of trivia that will be fun is he invented the pink box that is now ubiquitous in the donut world. Are you kidding? Yes. What's the history behind the pink box? There isn't one. It's just pink, but he was the first guy to do it. And he, so he like, he started the donuts in a pink box, which is now a, a cultural trope. Absolutely. Even in like the Simpsons or whatever. Right. Like the cops that eat donuts and stuff. Pink box donuts. Uh, so that's kind of, that was, that was another, that was like a secondary fact that I was like, that's pretty dope. That's, in, I mean, that's huge. So I feel like LA has a big donut culture. Yeah. I mean, I think it's, it's probably one of the leading donut cultures. Now Which I'm, I didn't really know or have any appreciation for, but it, I think it's true. Oh my God. Yeah. Okay. That's really, I think that's, that's something that we need the world needs to kind of know about. Yeah, well, it's also just something to appreciate as a, as an Angelino. You know, like I said, I was kind of resistant because I was like, mm-hmm. I don't really care about donuts. Mm-hmm. People are going to tell me my city is known for donuts. Like, I feel like it's known for sushi and tacos. 
two things that are distinctly my favorite foods. But I was like, so I wasn't open-minded to to appreciating the donut history that is in the city. That's amazing. Yeah. So I'm glad that we've we've come there full circle. Now we know. Yeah. What are okay? I know you mentioned. Say it one more time. The name of the place. DK's. DK's. Yeah. So you like DK's. Is there another donut that you've had in LA that you like remember and oh, like that I could plug? Not really. I would say the next most significant donut experience which is more significant than DK's, is a lot of times, and this was true at my bar mitzvah, like on your way out, they would have like a little dessert guy making mm-hmm. like mini donuts fresh. What do you mean? In LA at it, bar mitzvahs? I'm assuming this is not just an LA thing. I'm not about to presume that. But it was a thing at my, I had it at my bar mitzvah. And I've seen it at a handful of other bar mitzvahs. It's definitely like a party planner checklist. like, And then you have like the mini donuts at the end. Okay, been to enough East Coast bar mitzvahs where that is not a thing. I don't want to go too far to saying it's okay. like an established thing, but it's happened a, a statistically significant amount of times. At West Coast yeah. Bar Mitzvahs. <laughs> At West Coast Bar Mitzvahs. Okay. Um, and that is like, no joke, probably a top three favorite sweet thing. I mean, donuts? It's like, bar Mitzvah donuts? They're, they're like this big, like the size of a... Munchkin? Like... Yeah. like a do- They're the size of a donut hole, but they actually have a hole in them. Oh, um, they're like little mini donuts. They're mini donuts. They're that is exactly what they are. No, I've never seen that. Yeah, at a bar and then they just well. have all the like dustings at the end, mm-hmm. like the cinnamon sugar and the powdered sugar and the oh. uh, coarse sugar. And, and you can choose glaze. what you want. Yeah, and they're just like, and then they put it in like a greasy bag. There's something about this. I think the surface area, because there's more more frying going on than a regular donut, which is like a lot of airy dough. Oh, and I think that just concentrated like. It's all it's all outside, mm-hmm. which I think is the best part. Right, it's more surface area than sur- inner. Yeah, exactly. PSA: anybody <laughs> who has children that are becoming men or women, please yeah, invite me. If you're planning a bar or a bat mitzvah, this is fun for the whole family. Sends everyone on home on a good note. Get those kids a sugar rush right before you put them to bed. I have to say that be, since being in LA, I actually I've eaten more donuts in the last three months than I had in years. Not to say that I'm going and eating donuts every day, but I would say I've had donuts maybe four times since being here, and that's, like, more than I've had. Yeah, you know, that's honestly happened to me in, like, the past year. And I grew up, lived here for 24 years. Okay, so maybe, like, at just our age, we start to crave donuts? I kind of just opened up to the idea of them and just kind of appreciated. I mean, they're really good. The The good donut is really good. No kidding, because the reason that I was like, I have to try these donuts is because I was like, I see these places everywhere. I need to I need to do some research. So I have gone to a couple donut shops and I have a favorite. You have a favorite. okay? 100 percent. Have you ever been to Randy's Donuts? Yeah. Yeah. That's a famous one. Uh, That's the that's like probably the most famous one with the big donut. Mm-hmm. So it's this big donut shop that has been there forever. Yeah, it's the iconic one that has a gigantic donut on the roof. It's like a certain style of architecture where the architecture portrays what the place does. I love that. It has a name. I went to um, Randy's and I was like, I got, I mean, I got to try Randy's donut and it is damn good. Yeah, I think I had Randy's for the first time like within the past year because somebody brought them from work to work. And I was like, are Randy's just like iconic or are they actually the best? And somebody's like, no, 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 they're actually the best. And then I tried a glazed one and I was like, yeah, this is just profound. 
So it's even just the glazed one because I went with my friend, my friend who I mentioned, my friend Lena, who came over from New York right. to L.A. over the break. And I like pointed out to her, like, look at all the donut shops here. What's the deal? Oh, my God. Let's go to Randy's. It's iconic. I've seen it in movies. Oh, yeah. Big, big. It's in a million movies. Movies. Sure. Right. Yeah. And I was like, let's go and try it. So we went. And we were like, okay, this wins. Like, why even have another donut shop? It's so good. We were joking because we got – we and, you know, actually what inspired the entire donut tour was watching the David Chang – have you watched that new show on Netflix? Uh, which one? Is it uh, – what's he's it called? Eating, ugly Delicious? No. He's going around and eating foods in cities with celebrities, like very a la uh, yeah, Anthony I, Bourdain. Oh, okay, okay, cool. And he, so yeah. then we were inspired. We were like, oh, we got to go find like the perfect wrap, like, like perfect, perfect jelly, jelly. Donut. yeah. And we went to it's Randy's and it is the perfect jelly donut because the inside, we were saying like it had raspberry filling on the inside and we were making jokes. We were like, this is some farm to table shit. There were like seeds and it tasted like- I was I mean, about to say, is it like- quote unquote raspberry or is it like actually don't know yeah but it was cd which i had never tasted before yeah. i went to stands and i was not impressed i mean the selection is wild they have so many different types yeah. of donuts but i was like randy's is superior i agree mm -hmm. I, th I think it goes without saying mm -hmm. yeah okay this has been really educational so i also had asked you is a donut to la as a bagel is to new york yeah, I think uh, I think it's bagels to LA like pizza is to New York. Right, that's what we were talking yeah. about earlier. But like, but like I'm still resist. I don't think you can compare dessert to like a entree hot food. <laughs> yeah, an, an entree. I see what you're saying. Where can a girl find a good bagel around LA? Nowhere. You can find there. There are serviceable ones. Where? Um, there's a place in Culver City that just it was a it was like a pop up guy and now there's a brick and mortar at the platform. It's called Pops Bagels. Pops P O P. Yeah, um, that's like feels like a New York bagel. It's mm. not as good, but I mean I don't even know. I mean I don't even know where else. That you could actually, get, I mean, like, you can get serviceable bagels that are, like, good bread. Mm -hmm. But, like, you can't get a full-on New York bagel. In these it's parts. In, it's in the water. It's a, is, it, is it the water? <laughs> Do we think it's the water? I think it's the water. I Did think you, that's that does not sound too good. That does not sound too crazy to be true to me. Right, right. It's believable. You know what's decent is uh, Bagel Broker. I was just going to yeah, say. That's, that's pretty, what I've heard. Uh, that's going to be about as good as L.A. bagels. Are there get. multiple? There's no. just that one on Beverly. No, just the one on Beverly, I think, that I know of. Mm -hmm. We're going to have to do a follow-up episode about bagels. Follow-up about bagels. We should just do a, a different food every time. Oh, that would be fun. Yeah. That would be fun. Yeah. One of my favorite things to do is to, like, try different places of the same food i feel like that's not really a novel thing like comparing like tacos yeah, yeah. Pizza. Like, i'm always on the search for the best taco i have the answer for you what is it have you been to tire shop by the way bold claim for somebody that just moved to la i'll tell you why <laughs> because i was like i'm not impressed with the tacos here i'm just like okay i've well, had you're a not taco. in the right you're not in the right area okay, fine. for that but nor am I. The West Side is is a, a relatively a taco desert. It's okay. I don't need to like find a West Hollywood d uh, taco. But I just I've I've had tacos around Los Angeles. And oh yeah, no, no. I'm, I'm definitely I... curious as to your opinion. Don't mm. uh, that was not to disrespect. No, it's okay. <laughs> Tire shop. 
in South Central downtown. Tire shop. I didn't know that. You must Sick. go. The reason it's called Tire Shop is because it's in the parking lot of a tire shop. Is it a stand? It's a stand. Or is it like a? Is there actually a building? There's no building. It's okay, cool. Yeah, a lot of the a lot of the good ones are out on the street. Are yeah, pop up. Yep. So it's a bunch. You know, it's a bunch of people. They're they're Mexican and they're cooking meat on this open flame grill and. Um, their sign is in Spanish. They don't speak English. And, yeah. you know, you tell them what you want and they'll make it right there. And then you pay. And yeah. your entire meal is yeah, under like $5. Correct. Yeah. Is like less than $8. Anyway, go to Tire Shop. Anyway. Thank you. I learned so much about donuts. I'm so excited to now you like to go educate the world more about yeah, it. Yeah, just uh, s- s- preach the gospel of of Los Angeles donut culture. I know I'm going to start. Okay. Yeah. I'm well. I feel like really accomplished in the sense that now you feel a little bit kind of aware of this kind of. Um, yeah, I mean it's cool cultural. Yeah. I mean it's crazy to like figure out that one group of people is responsible for the cultural trope of donuts very cool and i love the pink crazy yeah that's That's wild it's very cool and i'm just gonna have to continue eating donuts i guess this this really inspired me to go get a donut yeah in sometime in the very near future yeah in a time when i'd pass up a donut i'm gonna be like actually i'm gonna do it i love that but thank you for uh this opportunity thank you for giving me the opportunity to learn about my city oh my god thank you such a special experience Oh, absolutely. So let's do it again. And thank oh, you so much for doing do this. You name the time and the subject and I will do 10 minutes of research. Okay. <laughs> to learn all about it. Okay, great. Done. Well, oh, thank you, George. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Peace. Peace.